Welcome to Pete and Hannah's Watch List. I'm your host, Pete Mitchell, and we're here today for We Interrupt Our Regular Programming, our TV podcast. But before we begin, I'm going to tell the listeners and the viewers what they should do. Hit the notification button and you'll get great content like this one. Like, follow, or subscribe. We're available on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also get us on TikTok, Instagram, X, and Facebook. On today's show, we are going to review episode two of True Detective Night Country. And we're also going to look at the new Masters of the Air, the Apple TV show from World War II. Let us begin by recapping True Detective Night Country. It's episode two of season four. Where did we leave off last week? So last week we we thought there was some uh, mind corruption going on, some mystic forces coming on because there were some dead bodies found in the last scene of the episode. So let's do an episode recap and then we'll talk about where we think this show is going and if we should continue watching it. First off, they find at least five bodies uh, naked with symbols on them and uh, Danvers thinks that she's going to go to send the crimes to Anchorage but then she has a change of heart. She's dealing with some incompetent other other cops there and she's like cracking the whip and then she's teaching Pete how to deal with their crime scene properly. At this same stage, uh, Navarro and um, Rose are hanging out and they're talking about how can she see dead people, like how she can see Travis. And then Navarro starts talking to Rose about her sister who's, who's seen dead people. But she doesn't mention that she is also sees dead people as well. Danvers goes to... The teacher, a teacher who obviously she slept with, and to ask about the station. And Danvers is a bit of a jerk, and she's really a, a bit of a jerk in this whole episode. And you sadly see the real Danvers. You also see that she's sleeping with um, multiple people, and that she cheated on her husband, and she's been che- cheating with other people for like over nineteen years, which is includes the captain who joins the episode this week and he wants to move the case because he thinks there's nothing but trouble with this and he's trying to convince Danvers to move the case and uh, when they sleep together Danvers goes why do you want us to move the case and this is going to be a screw up and he goes if it does screw up you know threatening her job basically but she decides to go through what she wants to find out. She's her, her interest is pricked by this case, and she knows that it's linked to Anna. Navarro tries to get on the case, but she says no. And even though she knows this is linked to Anna, she's there with Pete, and they move the dead bodies into town. She's moved, she's uh, succumbed at the uh, hockey rink, and she's waiting for the the bodies to thaw. And she's plays this game with Pete where you ask questions. 
And every time that Peter asks a question, she either says, that's the right question, or she says, no, no, that's the wrong question. And this is sort of her way of going through the, the case. This is a, a really good insight into the tech detective in uh, Chief Danvers. Uh, at the same stage, Navarro is uh, speaks to Anna's brother. She's saying that, you know, have you seen this symbol? And it's all the symbol that was on... Uh, a couple of the bodies that were found in the ice. And this all goes back to the guy that we see in the at the start where he was shaking, which is Clark. And he has that um, symbol tattooed on him. And it turns out that Clark uh, was seeing Anna. So the two cases are are intrinsically linked. At the same stage, Pete's father, Hank, figures out that Pete stole the cases uh, last week, the case files from uh, Anna's case, and he goes to confront uh, Pete at the hockey rink and they have a uh, confrontation and says to Pete, you know, blood is thick in the water, basically. At the same stage... Navarro is driving the roads and she touches uh, a cross and she has a, a, a vision of her as a, as a young person and you go back to Navarro and she's talking to her sister and you can tell that the mum of the both of the girls had mental health issues. So this is just, again, just giving you insights into Navarro. We've seen the insights with Danvers, how she um, is sleeping around with people. But then you see this uh, when she's holds a polar bear. She's doing up Christmas decorations. Her daughter's snuck out, and she's doing some Christmas decorations. She touches this polar bear, and it, it turns out that's a, a gift that she gave her daughter. Well, stepdaughter hasn't been really confirmed yet. And the music of the Beatles is playing in the background, the same um, song as last week that was at the uh, station. And it's sort of giving a glimpse, you know, there's a traumatic event that we haven't seen yet. So we go back and then the ice, ice, uh, the... The body's starting to thaw, and they f- figure out that there's six bodies there, and that should be eight because there's eight people missing. So there's two left over, and Navarro and Danvers, who are now working together, because Danvers says to Navarro that um, Clark and and I were dating, and did you know this? And she goes, "No, I didn't. She was hiding this," and then. Navarro asks the right question and figures out that they had a trailer together because they're hiding this relationship. They go and see this trailer and it has all this paraphernalia of uh, rituals uh, that they're either they're trying to bring back somebody or communicate with somebody. And then they go back to the ice rink and you figure out well, Clark is not one of the people that um, of the dead bodies. So they're sort of intimating that where we at. So let's go to where we at and where we're with this um, trying to solve this case. 
they're pointing to things that either Clark was doing rituals to find Anna's killer or he was doing rituals with Anna or and he was um, bring, trying to bring Anna back and it, something's gone wrong or uh, he, he's been possessed because they let spirits in at the same time. The mining company uh, is definitely a character that's going to be added. We saw a couple of times that townspeople and miners were fighting over quality of water. There's also a company that's behind the research station because the research station is trying to find out how to rejuvenate cells. And that's the organism they're looking for. So this has um, uh, huge ramifications and it has a link between that, those ramifications and the spirits. Now, not just Navarro and her sister and uh, the great Fiona Shaw, um, Rose, can see dead people. A lot of the townspeople say that, especially when it's night country and we're f the fourth day into all night here in um, Alaska, everyone sees dead people. So this is this this part of the world, dead people, um Nighttime, they come about. So there are a couple of the things that that we're keeping an eye on in the next couple of weeks. Was this a good episode? It's a bit slower than the first episode. They're still um, digging out characters and learning about different characters in this show, and you're getting a little bit of more sense of what Danvers is like as a person. Jodie Foster is really, really cooking in this episode. Would you continue? Should we continue watching this? I, I think we should. It really, I really enjoy all the possibilities, and I'm hanging out for next week just to figure out what's going to happen. And I think we should stick with uh, True Detective Night Country and see where this is going. Uh, I think it's going to start accelerating a little bit more for next week. I haven't seen a preview yet. Um, I try not to watch the previews. And well, we'll catch up next week when it comes to True Detective night country so my recommendation is let's keep watching the next show that i am going to review is masters of the air which is now streaming on apple tv this book this um tv show is based on a book from donald donald miller he follows uh army pilots and army air force pilots and this is directed by uh, Curry, uh, Joe Fukunawa, who happened to uh, direct uh, season two of True Detective. He also did uh, No Time to Die as well, um, the last Bond film from uh, Daniel Craig. Uh, it's produced by Steven Spielberg and Tom Hanks. They also worked together on a couple of other World War II movies, uh, TV shows, uh, The Penner Brothers and Pacific. It's really hard to, you know, you're, with Hannah all week, you're talking about movies. And then today we uh, talk about TV. So sometimes I get a little bit mixed up. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, so they, they will acclaim both those shows. Uh, Banner Brothers is set in the European conflict um, following Army Guys. And then Pacific is set uh, in Australia and the Pacific War um, against Japan. And they follow a bunch of Marines as well. Starring an all-star cast, you got Austin Butler, fresh off his Elvis uh, role. You got Callum Turner, who um, was recently seen in um, Boys in the Boat, 
and you got Barry Keogh, our star, Saltburn fame, and uh, Banshee's in Sharon. He also played the Joker in the Batman movie. We follow the two majors, which is Austin Butler and Callum Turner. There, Bucky and Buck, and it's a narration by one of the navigators, um, Crosby. Uh, they lead bombing raids against war targets during the day, uh, which is a lot more dangerous. Brit- uh, British uh, Air Force was doing it at night uh, because gunships, uh, great gunners from the German army could shoot up against the planes and then you could get the also the fighter pilots trying to take them down too. So all these is about bombing raids and then trying to take out targets. Um, some were supplying U-boats, some were supplying submarines. So all this is about trying to trying to win the war. They also showed the downtimes of the soldiers and you're seeing Bucky and Buck, Calm Turner and Alison Butler, they are best of mates. Uh, Calm Turner starts off of being uh, a higher up and then gets demoted and he is leading the charge with Austin Butler. So basically they uh, they f- worked out the best way for them to get through is to form tight flying Vs across the channel and take out and then f- fly the way back. And then you have ground crew trying to make sure that all these planes are getting absolutely bombarded by these gunships. And you see this, and this is really well filmed. Uh it's it's suspenseful. You don't know who's going to. I don't want that guy to go. I really love that character. Uh, it is the first two episodes. You just want more and more and more. It looks like there's nine episodes in this season. I'm really love. I'm really loving this. I'm, I'm loving where it's going. The only negative was the titles. They showed a lot of future episodes in the titles. I'm not normally one for seeing previews and stuff like that to you know just sort of be surprised but like i was very surprised how much they showed in the title card so if you are watching it for the first time try and skip those titles and uh you will have a better time of it i think i, I can see where sort of this is going uh in the next couple of weeks but i'm i'm all there for it uh awesome butler he's so like he is so attractive, Austin Butler, and he, I th- he still got the remnants of the Elvis uh, accent when when doing this show. Um, so it's, some people might see that as a drawback, but uh, it just works for the show, and uh, it's well told. There, it's a similar story to the Band of Brothers and to the Pacific. But if you like those shows, you will definitely love Masters Air and Apple TV. Just once again delivering uh, the little engine that could, you know, the the big uh, fruit company, um, just making it happen once again. So, yeah, as a TV provider, I would definitely say Apple TV is a must get for streaming. And I would say definitely continue to watch Masters of Air. So we've got some nine episodes. Uh, it An episode drops uh, once a week every Friday. So the first two have dropped and uh, episode three drops this Friday. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I'll recap that next week. So that's it for today's show. We recapped True Detective Night Country and Masters of the Air, the first two episodes. And I said, let's just keep watching those. Uh, next week, looks like we're going to have the first episode of the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I look forward to recapping that. And how good is TV? 
Well, and I'll be back tomorrow and we'll be reviewing an AFI Top 100 movie and that will be uh, Sophie's Choice. Uh, this week on the reviews, we saw Anatomy of the Fall and we also saw Colour Purple. So we're looking forward to reviewing those at, in What's Next. And we'll have the usual movie news and we'll have the usual games. Uh, should be a great week on Pete and Hannah's watch list. Don't forget you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere where you get your podcasts. Also, you can view all episodes on YouTube. Don't forget you can catch up on any episode via our social media. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Until later in the week when we will catch up for AFI, and until next week when we see more episodes of Masters of the Air and True Detective Night Country, it's bye for now.